0: Yeah, both of my helpers today are very nervous and antsy, I think. So they just will not stay still. So who do we have here? Uh, so these are two male jungle nymph adults. Um, and you tell me, actually, can you get a good look at his face? Because he has the goofiest face and head. They're pointy. He does. Um, <laughs> so these are the original pointy-headed uh, academics. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my God, amazing.
0: Okay, so I'm gonna. Uh, <laughs> I have one quick question for our um, ASL person. Are there any entomology words that we need to go slow on that, that don't have a sign? Okay, cool.
1: Is your right. normal rate of speaking is fine. Yeah. She's such a pro. The speed with which she gets the science. I, that I love, love that you're
0: pretty doing pretty. that. That's so awesome. Whoa, yeah, buddy. Credit. You've got yeah. wings. Okay, half wings, good. Nope, I give up.
1: Um, Well, hey everybody, welcome uh, to Skype a Scientist Live today. Clearly we're gonna have a (laughs) rip-boring good time because we have bugs already ready to go. Uh, Thank you for being with us today. Some some stuff that you might wanna know about happening in June starting next week. Um, We are partnering up with a uh, queer professional society called Noble Step. They um, are joining up with us to do a bunch of cool events. So we've got um, four events every week, uh, these Skype a Scientist Live sessions, and they'll all be members of the LGBTQIA community. Um, on Thursdays, of course, we have our trivia nights for adults. And then on Wednesday, the 17th, we're doing um, a trivia night that's uh, free to attend, but you need to be a member of the LGBTQIA community to go. It's really more about like community building among scientists um, and other and people who would like to be scientists um, from that community next week we've got lots of cool stuff happening um let me review real quick what those are, uh, what specific things we have going on. So Meet Me in Orbit is going to be on Monday. Uh, Wildlife Forensics will be Tuesday. Understanding how people perceive nature is going to be Wednesday. And then Friday, we're going to be doing paleontology, specifically with triceratops um, on Friday. And all of those will be happening at 1 p.m. Eastern. So that's stuff uh, that you can be paying attention to next week. It's going to be a a good couple weeks. Um, You can support our program at patreon.com slash skype a scientist or paypal.me. Slash Skype a scientist. Um, a lot of our program is supported by small donors, and, and we really, really appreciate any help that you can give us to keep the program uh, running strong. Um, and that's enough housekeeping for me. Uh, let's just get into some fun. So, uh, Gwen, do you want to introduce who you are, what you do, why you like it?
0: Sure. Um, my helpers today are a little nervous and have been running around. So, normally I just kind of sit them on my head because uh, that helps me keep track of them. But so if you see me, wandering off, I'm, I'm chasing a little friend. Um, so I am Dr. Gwen Pearson, uh, I work at Purdue University, and I have a pretty sweet job. Uh, I run our insect zoo here, so I get to play with bugs, and then I also run our outreach programs, so I get to play with kids, uh, and my job is basically to convince everybody that they actually secretly like bugs and spiders. We have quite a few tarantulas and spiders. Amazing,
1: okay. Um, So what got you interested in studying bugs and working with bugs?
0: So I got started out more in zoology. So general animal behavior was my interest. And I realized when I was in college that using insects make it a lot easier to answer some of the basic behavior questions that I had. And even better, I could use animal behavior to try and solve some agricultural problems. So by observing the behavior of pest insects and figuring out how they find our crops or how they decide where to lay eggs, we can use that information to help farmers. Um, and so for me it was it was not enough to just say, you know, bad farmer don't use pesticides. We have to provide an alternative. And right. so my research was a way for me to contribute to trying to make things a little better. Because being a farmer is really hard work. It's yeah. really hard work. For sure, um, awesome. So um,
1: our first question is from Jacob, he lives in Florida. And he would like to know, um, what do mosquitoes eat?
0: I know uh, only the females drink blood, is that true? As adults. As adults. As adults. Okay. 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 Yeah, and so as immature animals, they are in water. Okay. Um, and they're actually kind of interesting. When they're in water, they basically hang down, um, and they're called wrigglers, because what you can see is they have a little tube on their behind, uh, and that tube is their breathing tube. So basically, they're breathing out of their behind, um, and when you disturb the water, they all go, and they disappear. So what they're usually eating is Fungal spores, bacteria, a variety of other things, as immature animals, um, and so it's. And you're right; it's just the females that eat because they, they need a super nutritious meal for to be able to lay eggs. Awesome,
1: um, Raphael would like to know uh,
0: why. Well, actually, Raphael's sister would like to know why <laughs> he fights thin webs why do spiders spin webs? Um, There are all sorts of different kinds of cool spiders, and each one of them makes slightly different kinds of webs. Um, But we know that in general, that's something that almost all spiders have done for a very long time. Uh, And so even our tarantulas, the webs that we mostly see here in the United States, are webs that are horizontal. So it's up and down and something flies into it. Um, the webs that our tarantulas make are mostly horizontal and that's related to what's thought to be sort of the ancestral um, characteristic. The, the earliest spider fossils that we have were of relatives of trapdoor spiders and trapdoor spiders are so cool. They basically sew themselves with their silk a little hole in the ground and then they sew themselves a little trap cover uh, and then they just wait for something to walk along and Rabbit. Um, and so it was over many millions of years, spiders changed a little bit from making a web that's on the ground and, and it's basically a detection system to one that's a more elaborate capture system. Super cool. Um, and it's basically all done with little glands on their behind. Do you want me to grab a tarantula and show you the silk? Let's do it. Yes, let's do okay, it. Okay, sure. Hang on one second. So I've got a little cart on wheels, so I will just wheel us all around. <laughs> And uh, here, hang on one sec. <laughs> the tricky part is getting your headphones on when you have a handful of spider.
1: <laughs> you might want to put the, like,
0: mic down closer to your mouth, but... <laughs> perfect thank you okay yes so here she is um and this is a chilean rose hair let's see if i can get her up a little closer so right now she's looking mostly straight at the camera and you can see her little she's like a unibrow where her eyes are Uh (laughs) um and on the back are these two little things here Uh Um, those are her spinnerets and if she will cooperate it's okay let me pull a little silk out yep well (laughs) I'm getting a little silk but it's so tiny it's hard to see. So basically those two, honestly I call them butt fingers. Um, They're basically modified uh, legs Uh and that's what she uses to manipulate her silk with. So she will use those to pull the silk out to stick it to each other and then they'll also combine different kinds of silk. So they have the um, tarantulas don't have a lot of different kinds of silk, but some of our fancier orb weavers can make all sorts of different kinds of silk. Wow. Uh, let's, let's try one more time now that you've calmed down a little bit. Yeah? Mm, tiny, tiny bit. Um, but the other thing that tells you is she's sitting on my hand right now. Her fangs are on my hand. She's not hurting me. Right. Um, so most of what you see about spiders on the internet is nonsense somebody i mean spiders can bite just like i can bite um but i'm not gonna do it unless you're scaring me or making me unhappy and it's the same way with spiders because our teeth and their fangs those are for food and they're for eating um and so her venom is for prey she's not going to waste it on defending herself and there's been some really cool research um honestly hilarious research, where they made fingers out of gelatin and poked spiders <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> because they wanted to see, would the spider bite? And if she bit, would she inject venom? Uh-huh. Nope, no, you really, have to, you really have to threaten the spider to get them to bite. So most of the time, leave them alone. They're gonna be pretty chill. Amazing, um,
1: yeah. Yeah. I, I, I did not even know that tarantulas made silk. I just thought they were like walking around doing
0: their own thing, but- They uh, do, here, I'll, let me grab a piece of her web. Okay. <laughs> Boy, are you going to be mad when I put you back? I've messed up your house. So this mess is a tarantula oh web. What? And so what she does is just flat to the ground, uh-huh. and she sews all of the soil next to her little hidey hole uh-huh. so that if a cricket or something else walks across it, she will sense that, and then she'll come out, grab her prey, and go right back in her hidey hole. Oh, my God. What a life. Feels like quarantine, honestly. Just like- It's pretty sweet, honestly. <laughs> <That's great. laughs> um, so, yeah, so this is a pretty typical spider pose, which is, I'm not sure what's going on. Uh-huh. So I'm just going to kind of, they just hunker down the same way that we might if we were like, I don't really know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the other thing I have to be really careful of, and and I've been practicing this more, is I don't want to blow on her because you can see how hairy she is. Right. Um, and her eyes don't see very far at all. Her mm-hmm. primary sense is is air movement. Oh. And so between the silk that she has on the ground and air movement that her hair, I am mean, like if somebody blew on your hair, you feel that, and you're like, Ugh. so if I, let's, let's see if you'll, I don't know if you saw that little <laughs> uh, cause I don't want to freak her out too much. She's a good girl. Um, so, so yeah, so that um, probably one of the things, if you watch videos on the internet, you've probably seen tarantula hawk wasp. Uh, one of the animals that will prey on something this size is there's a wasp that comes in and that when that wasp comes in, its wings will push air and she'll feel that and know to run back underground and hide. Amazing. So cool. Um, He's adorable. Very adorable. Yeah. Very I will put her back. So, And you can you can refix your house because I messed it all up. I'm very sorry.
1: Oh. <laughs> um,
0: so one question about spiders. Do spiders ever eat their silk? Um, some of them do, but not all of them do. OK,
1: sounds good. Um, one question that a lot of people are asking is, do you have a favorite bug?
0: Wow. It's really hard to choose. It's really hard to choose. So I think I have a favorite bug in our zoo. Okay. I have two or three favorite bugs in our zoo. Uh, And then I have my favorite bug in the world because my favorite bug in the world is cicadas. Oh yeah. Because they're kind of amazing. And a few people right now are going to get to see the 17 year cicadas because they are having an emergence. Um, And I just think that that is like the most metal Life <laughs> ever, you spend seventeen years underground supping sap, uh-huh. and then you come out screaming. I mean, that's, that's pretty metal. A life. <laughs> Sleep a bunch
1: and scream when you're awake. Okay. Yeah. That sounds um, Adam
0: Oakley would like to know uh, how far can a spider see? Depends on the spider, sorry to keep saying that, but there's, there's oh thousands and thousands of different kinds of spiders. So the spiders with the best, best vision you can actually see in your house, jumping spiders. So oh. there's a tiny, tiny little spiders in your house. Um, some of them, there's some super cool research that's been done on them. Um, some of them are small enough that their exoskeleton, their outer shell is see-through and we can actually see their eyes moving oh while they're tracking prey. Um, and so they, they have very, very good vision. Um, and they have the ability to use binocular vision the same way that we have two eyes and can kind of zero in on things. Right. Um, so yeah, they have amazing vision. How far they can see? Probably not that far, more than a couple feet. But what they do see is clearly, um, they are really zeroing in on it.
1: Right, and yeah, and we know that those patterns are important for those, like, peacock spiders, the ones that are, like, yes. they're, they're pretty. Uh,
0: yeah, which are, which are basically jumping spiders. Jumping they're spiders. Real, They're a special kind. Yeah. Yes. Awesome.
1: Um, so, speaking of bugs that live in people's houses or insects or, uh, <laughs> what, is there, like, a term that includes both insects and spiders, or are they, like, two separate from each yes. other? Yes.
0: Think- so, insects and spiders, and, um... Uh, Shellfish, so crabs, lobsters, uh, those are all called arthropods. um, And that's the fancy name for for jointed leg. So they're all animals. And especially if you've eaten a shrimp or a lobster, you know there's that hard outer shell that you have to crack and get rid of. Well, that's the same outer shell that you would have to crack if you wanted to eat a bug or if you wanted to eat a tarantula, which is the thing that people really do.
1: (laughs) Um, I saw a tweet yesterday where someone was like, do you think that mermaids eat cockroaches the way that we eat shrimp? That really got you thinking, you know? Maybe.
0: I totally, so there is an ant, um, hormigas uh, culones, and I don't think I can translate it because it has a rude word in it, but they have a big booty ant. Uh, there, yeah. That's- <laughs> uh, And so they are from, you can get them in Chiapas and upper South America. I would totally eat those like popcorn. They are delicious. They are so good. If you roast them, it's like Chex Mix, and you just can't stop. They're so Mm -hmm. good. They're delicious.
1: Sounds good. Uh, Speaking of animals that live in people's houses, why do stink bugs love
0: to be inside people's houses? (laughs) Well, there's there's different kinds of stink bugs. And the one that I bet they're asking about is the brown marmorated stink bug. and the brown. Uh, speaking of food, brown marmorated stink bugs, to me anyway, smell like cilantro. I don't know if anybody else has noticed that. So next time you catch one, take a sniff, um, and and you can use them as a seasoning. But I don't think anybody's going to do that, besides me. Um, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, so those guys are actually an introduced species, and what they're looking for here in the United States is a nice place to spend the winter. Um, and we already have several other insects that like coming in. Our, I mean, why would, you not, why would you not want to spend the winter in your house, right? It's a lot warmer, there's, <laughs> there's food. Um, and so normally they, in the best case situation, they'll go up in your attic, not bother you, or in your garage and not bother you. Mine seem to really like the kitchen lights um, because you know they're bugs, they're attracted to lights, and it's warm. I mean, that's the key thing, it's warm. Uh, They also, if your house is white, you probably can expect to have more stink bugs because, again, reflects more sunlight, it's brighter, they like that. But yeah, it's just an unfortunate aspect of their behavior, and now we're back to animal behavior, right? And so one of the things that other folks are working on is how we can maybe short circuit um, some of the ways that those stink bugs look for ways um, to hang out in your house, because it's not. It's not fun. Yeah, <laughs> great.
1: Fun. Um, we've got another question about spiders that two people asked, both Annabelle sure. and Holly. Um, do spiders see in color?
0: Yes, but only some of them. So we, yeah. there's, we, we've only tested some of them. So you mentioned the peacock spiders before, and that's a great example. Um, we also don't know if they see the same colors that we do. Right. So we know, for example, that bees see a different spectrum than our eyes. Um, And so some of the things that we see, they see, we can't see, like we can't see polarized light, we can't see UV light. Um, And so it's likely that for spiders, it's the same way, that they definitely see colors, but whether those colors are the same as ours, we don't really know yet. Cool, sounds good.
1: Um, Fun fact, cephalopods can see polarized light too, just, the more you know. Um, Oh, don't squid have amazing eyes? Yes, for sure. Uh, but I'm gonna not talk about that because I can okay. talk about forever. Um, and we have a whole cephalopod week coming up. Uh, okay. We'll We'll hold it for them. We'll hold off on our squid talk, even though it's my favorite thing to do. Okay. Yes. Um, next question from Amelia, age six. Why okay. do roly polies roll up when we touch them? Cause
0: they're scared. They're scared. And so here's a really weird factoid. Roly polies, little pill bugs. Um those are crustaceans. So a roly poly is more closely related to a lobster than it is to an insect. Yeah. <laughs> so and if you look at them, so I mean what they're doing is they I mean if you were a tiny tiny animal and a great big kid, even a 6-year-old picked you up, you'd be pretty freaked out. And yeah. so so because they have that hard shell, what they're doing is they're wrapping themselves in that shell. And so normally because they're pretty tasty. I mean, they're shrimp relatives. Um, <laughs> so, so that's a way of protecting themselves from being eaten. Right. Um, but if you can get them to unroll, and you look at their bellies, you'll see some little white spots. Those are their gills. Oh my God. So I- they breathe through gills, and that's why, when you think about it, where do you find roly polies, right? Where it's wet, Yeah. where it's wet. So spots in your basement where it's wet, under rocks where it's rat- wet, um, so, so under your, um, doormat is a great place to find roly polies because this stays wet under there, but cool. that's because they have gills. They're a whole different kind of animal.
1: Wow. That's so cool. I knew there were crustaceans. I, I didn't know they had gills. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Love it. Um, so we've got a classroom of seventh graders from Morris Township, New Jersey, which is quite close to where I am in Philadelphia. Um, they're all studying arthropods right now. Okay. And they know
0: why are insects so successful? Well, <laughs> that's a really big, big question. And I think there's a lot of answers to it. Um, the, the truth is pretty much anything in biology, the answer you're going to get from any scientist is it's complicated. Right. Um, <laughs> and hopefully you'll back me up on that because, yeah. yeah. So Yeah. part of that is there's just so many different kinds. Right. So part of the hard thing to get around is if you think about animals on land, there are more kinds of insects than any, any other kind of animal. And that means that they have definitely figured out what the formula is. And in part, the formula is partly being little. Um, Because if you're little, look, think about all the places that you have to live and how little resources it takes to support that tiny body. Um, They also specialize. So there are, like you've probably heard of the monarch, right? The monarch eats milkweed, milkweed protects itself with this really noxious compound. Well, they've cracked the code chemically and can eat that. So they're able to specialize. And there are a whole bunch of super cool, like I know parasites are everybody's favorite. Tons and tons of parasites that live on. So there's actually one kind of lice that lives on seals. And it's the only insect that can go into the deep ocean because it's under the seal fur and it's protected in there so there's all of these tiny little places um little places in between this there are insects that live in between the layers of leaf just between the cell layers and you can go out and look at trees and you'll see like a little trail through a leaf that's Uh a tiny tiny insect wow so a lot of it is size right size and
1: just like trying a lot of different things and seeing what works.
0: And uh, also they reproduce a lot, which means you get more opportunities for, right, right. And that specialization is a result of natural selection. Awesome. Um,
1: Gavin would like to know, do you have any scorpions? And why do some scorpion scorpions have venom that kills
0: and uh, others don't? Well, Okay, I do have scorpions. They are not petting animals, (laughs) so I'm not going to pick them up. Um, But the the general rule is the bigger the scorpion is, the less potent its venom is. And so, I know, it seems backwards, doesn't it? So the ones in the United States that are most, uh, give you like the most, uh, I don't want to say dangerous venom, but the definitely the most ouchy venom are Centroides and they're these little guys. They're little teeny things. Uh-huh. Um, and the one that I have is an Asian scorpion. I wonder if I can get her. Hang on a second. Let's see if we can get her up in front of the camera. Okay. Sounds good. Mostly I just don't want to wander off while I'm still attached and have <laughs> everything crash. Yep. Been there. Here, hey, baby. Oh. Let's see. Right. I don't know if you can see her very well. Is she gray? She is black. Yes, I see her. I see her. Okay, so yeah. And let's see, let's see if we can do this. I love these little tanks you have. They're really nice. <laughs> we are slowly, slowly improving all the time. So the cool thing here now I'm pretty sure you oh, can see yeah. her. Yeah. So she glows. Whoa. So if you're ever at a rave, you can spot all the scorpions with your UV light. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's very important.
0: You don't want to step on a scorpion by accident at a rave. It would, it would be bad. It would really yeah, yeah so, so that's one of the really cool things about scorpions. Um, adult scorpions, almost all of them will fluoresce like that under UV light. Um, and the truth is, we don't know why um like a lot I mean that's the thing there's so many insects the ones that we've studied and there's so many arthropods for that matter especially for some of the really I don't want to say off arachnids but the less common arachnids we just haven't studied them as much right um so it's thought that in part that reflectiveness is a way for the scorpion to detect when they're in sunlight oh Um, because it's a series of chemical changes that causes that. And so this is an animal that also is um, breathing through a very small respiratory system, needs moisture. And yes. so they need to stay out of the sun. You usually find them under rocks, hiding other places. Yes. Um, and so it's thought that that's part of that. It also, there's some question about whether it might be a way to find a mate, because if you're glowing and your mate is glowing, that helps you find each other in the yes. desert, um, but that there's no evidence for that yet either. Uh, so we have a lot of theories, and we're just waiting for some of those seventh graders to come to college and figure it out. Sounds good. Awesome. Uh, and the, the venom question, there's really no tarantula that has venom that can just kill you with one sting. That's um, great to know. Um, but <laughs> but uh, there are definitely people who are sensitive to the venom. Um, and so it's one of those things where uh, it's also just where you get stung what you're doing um so getting stung on your toe is very different than getting stung on your neck um although honestly if you've got scorpions stinging you on your neck i think you have some other life choices to think about right (laughs) (laughs) don't ask how that all came always if you're in the southwest always check your shoes before you put them on
1: right i yeah i was um in Big Bend National Park down in Texas, and I had a black light with me, and at night I just was like shining it everywhere. I could not believe how many scorpions yes. there yeah. They were everywhere. Yeah. I mean, it was like exciting, and I loved, if I didn't have a black light with me, I don't know how I would have like walked <laughs> anywhere. Because with them, it's impossible to see. Like, if you just look with a regular light, I'm like, it just looks like sand. And then you put on the black light, and you're like, oh, my God. And then they're very easy to avoid. But anyway.
0: And, uh, that's, and that's, I mean, that's a truism about the whole world around us, is that we are surrounded by little arachnids, little insects. We just don't notice them, because they're little or hiding.
1: Hiding on purpose. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so back to animal behavior. Can bugs sure. be trained?
0: Yes, actually. Um, And bumblebees apparently seem to be some of the smartest insects. Um, So they've actually trained bumblebees to do a whole series of tricks. Um, They had to push a little ball and pull a string in order to get a reward. Uh, So yeah, they're pretty sharp. They're pretty sharp. That's very cool.
1: Um, Let's see. Uh, so what other animals do you have in your room right now? Are there any
0: that you're like, I
1: got to show off this? I beginning? have many,
0: I have many. So we started out with these guys. Let's uh-huh. see, here we go. Hey there, buddy. Um, and so these are jungle nymphs. They are from Malaysia. Cool. Will you Show them your pretty wings. Maybe, maybe not. Let's see. Show them your wings. Hello. Here we go. Whoa, pretty. Aren't they gorgeous? Yeah. Um, so these guys, if, I mean, it's easy to see him on my hand, but if he was on a tree trunk, you would never see him. Right. You would never see him, even no no matter how big he is. Um, And I love that they have these super long antennae. Whoop, 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 whoop. So the other thing that they will do is play dead. (laughs) Because, and there's one here that's actually been dead on my keyboard for a minute or two. So they're perfectly fine. But right. if you were a stick and you fell out of a tree, what would you do? Lay flat on the ground, right? And so basically, anytime you pick them up and turn them over, they just immediately, oh, I'm dead. I'm a stick. I'm totally not a delicious insect. Right. I'm a stick. <laughs> so let me put these boys back and I'll grab out another one. Okay. Let's see. Hang on, guys. Here you go. We'll roll over here. <laughs> this room is a dream. It, a it, dream. Is a, it is a lot of fun, although I have, I have moved things around just to make it easier to do stuff like this. Yeah. Um, so the one we're going to look at now, and I will show you the picture because it's easier, are leaf insects. and These guys, I admit, are, I'm really kind of in love with yeah. because they're just so neat. So here, I'm going to take you on your whole leaf. So this is a female oh my god <laughs> and you can stop of being a leaf she is so good at being a leaf here i'll put her a little closer so you can see she also has kind of a goofy face amazing um yeah she is amazing so this cage that's behind me i don't know if you can see it there's it just looks like a bunch of leaves there's probably about 30 insects in there whoa And when so so this is a great example. So these guys are from the Philippines, Uh um, and this is a good example of one of the species that we have that is under um, permission from the Department of Agriculture. Uh So, like a lot of other zoos, we have exotic species. Right exotic species are just a little smaller Um, (laughs) but like those exotic species we want them to stay in the zoo uh, and not get out and so we have a really elaborate procedure because in this case um, a lot of the animals that we have have these guys not so much but some of the other ones definitely there's a potential for being an agricultural pest I mean they're leaf eaters Um, and they're also a little they're kind of high maintenance so i don't think they make that on their own but some of our other ones are pretty pretty robust Uh, and so we whenever we change the leaves that's a three person job because you can't see them (laughs) it's hard And, and the other thing that they'll do i don't know if you can see this they eat these beautiful perfectly round holes in the leaf oh and then they will stand so that their butt sticks out and covers the hole so it looks like that so they'll eat the end of the leaf and then stand there and their butt fills in the space and it looks exactly like a leaf. It's clever, it's very clever. It, it's pretty amazing. Wow. It's pretty amazing, yeah. Oh, she's starting to pay attention. She's like, wait a minute, something's going on. Something weird's <laughs> happening. Well, um, so, so yeah, we have to check and recheck and then we keep the, the used leaves for another day because we always miss, one. always. They're just so hard to see. Right. Go, go back, back you go.
1: Okay. Um, So here's a question, like you've got a lot of very cool insects in that room, are there any insects that you could recommend as a pet or are insects generally like just leave them outside?
0: Um, well, the things that we have here, most of them are not legal to have. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, so like our stick insects, those are not legal to keep as a private individual. Um, we went through, it's it's basically a six-month inspection process with both the state of Indiana and the Department of Agriculture, the National Department of Agriculture, um, in order to get permission, and then we have a special permit for special species, and that's reviewed every year, and it's a hassle. Um, <laughs> But if you want to keep bugs, um, a great one to keep is a mantis. And you can find a mantis egg case in your own yard. Wow. Um, You can catch all sorts of caterpillars. Um, One of the really fun things to do is grow some parsley. And every time I grow parsley, um, I get swallowtail caterpillars. They love parsley. And And they're really cool because they're black and white striped. They're really distinctive. Mm-hmm. Uh, so growing parsley and then catching the caterpillar and then you can see it go through the whole life cycle it'll pupate the moth will uh, the, mo- the butterfly will come out it's really cool it's That's- super cool
1: yeah my buddy grows milkweed uh mm-hmm. and can attract uh monarchs that way which is so awesome mm-hmm. um cool uh let's see uh, someone just said i'm starting to like bugs more
0: now which yay here i'll get out another weird one while we talk let's do it <laughs> What's the next question? Um, like do bugs ever sleep? That's a great question. Let's see. She's still a little small, but she'll do. Um come here, baby. Okay, so this is another stick insect. Whoa. And so angular. She is, you can see how, let's see if I can get a better. So to answer the sleep question, insects sleep, but kind of not the way that we do. Here we go. Whoa. So, and you'll also see, she's got her tail curled up. Yeah. Um, and that makes a lot of people think about scorpions, but it's actually just that her booty is so big, she has to curl it up like a backpack to carry it around. Uh-huh. It's really long.
1: Why does she want to have it all <laughs> out? Sorry? When would she want to have it all rolled out? Like, what's a good time? When she
0: gets full of eggs. Oh. Um, and, and so then they still roll it up like that. Because it's, I mean, if, it does make much more sense to have it over your legs where you can carry it around easily. Totally. But yeah, that's where, so this one is still, she has one more shed before she becomes an adult female. Whoa. Um. And, and actually, I don't know if you can see her doing her little dance. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so she's pretending to be a dead leaf and when I blow on her, what would a dead leaf do in the wind? Just blowing in the wind, nothing to right. see. Oh right. right. And so these guys also have very silly faces.
1: I love <laughs> that. That's amazing. So, when, so you have a lot of bugs from a lot of different places in this. This
0: one is from Australia.
1: Australia? Oh, cool. Okay. So have, how did you get all of these insects? Did you have to go collect
0: them, or is there like a trade happening <laughs> among zoos? Like, what's the deal? Um, so for most of us, we, we, anybody who has, so we work with the Department of, the Federal Department of Fish and Wildlife, uh-huh. because sometimes these animals are brought in from outside the United States. Um, And so that's Fish and Wildlife, and then we also work with the Department of Agriculture because they're concerned about, could this thing be a pest? Um, And so we work with those two. Um, We also, with Fish and Wildlife, we accept smuggled animals. So some of, quite a few of the animals that I have are ones that were intercepted at the border Uh being smuggled. Um, And so I have a whole variety of Brazilian species, uh, and those were captured, and then uh, they are actually evidence in a case, uh, and so, but the smart, you know, it's, it's kind of a win-win because what they'll do is they'll, Fish and Wildlife will release them to our custody, we use them in education, um, and talk to people about how you really want captive bred animals, let's not steal them from the wild. Oh. Um, so we have a whole series of baby tarantulas that came to us that way, um, and eventually they will grow up and be educational animals
1: awesome so is it is generally the law that you can't have an insect
0: that's not from where you live or from the united states um and then each individual state has so florida and california have so many invasive species that they have very restrictive laws okay. um, and so so those two states especially and hawaii also hawaii has really suffered okay. um but basically if it's an american animal go for it cool. um if not um, do it. It, yeah, and the biggest issue is wild caught. So we have, I'm going to put you down on my keyboard again, because that way I can gesture and I don't have to worry about. There you go. Oh. Out. Yeah. You go. <laughs> um, so <laughs> uh, what was I saying? Uh, da, 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 da. Talking about um, uh,
1: Invasive species. In Hawaii, invasive, and... yes.
0: Uh, nope, gone. <laughs>
1: yeah, sounds good. Um. Let's see.
0: There are still so many. Okay, can you uh, roll oh, and roll? wild caught. I was talking about wild-caught. Uh, so, th- so we do have some species that we are pretty sure that collection from the wild is one of the reasons why they have reached endangered status. Okay. Um, and so especially, um, you might have heard of the Goof- Goody Sapphire Tarantula. They are amazing. If you Google that, you will see a neon blue tarantula that is gorgeous. Where do they live? So, they're from India. Oh, wow. They're from some, some of the more remote, there's a whole group of basically like jewel tarantulas. They're amazing um, from this particular region. Um, and yeah, they, they will sell for several hundred dollars a piece. Right. Uh, and it's believed that, I mean, in addition to obviously animals everywhere are losing habitat, but on top of that, people are stealing them because there's a lot of money to be made. Right. There's a lot of money to be made. Right. So, I mean, in this room, it's not a very big room, but I think we easily have $15,000 worth of animals. Wow. Easily to, to replace them. Right. Um, fortunately, some of them make more really easily. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, st- the stick insects, honestly, about half of their eggs we freeze because otherwise we would be up to our ears in stick insects. So, oh, she's got her behind out now so you can see how long it is. Off. Very cool, so are there ever cases where
1: zoos like yours are um, helping to replenish wild populations because you know they're endangered in the wild and you're producing too many for your own purposes?
0: Well, most zoos right now are more involved in conservation than anything else. Yeah. Um, so when we had, we actually had a goody Sapphire um, and he was on, so if anybody's ever done dairy, you know that in dairy you have these really elaborate stud lists because you you don't want inbreeding in your cows and you also want to breed for the best characteristics mm-hmm. well there's a tarantula stud book um <laughs> it's because if we're breeding for conservation we need to know this thing isn't related to that thing and we want to keep the most genetic diversity that we can right. um and so our goody sapphire went off on a tour of zoos and visited some new lady friends um and did pretty well until they got to Houston and then, yeah. Because it's, it's, they're spiders, This thing happened, Right? <laughs> Sometimes, if they don't like it, they don't like it, right? That's yep. not great.
1: Right.
0: Yeah, uh, that happens. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, he, you know, I mean, if you're gonna go, that's the way to go. Interstate,
1: uh, reproduction tour. <laughs> oh, with Sapphire, that's wonderful. Um, so I can't believe this. We've been talking about bugs for 40 minutes. Um, before we, so we try to keep these to 45 minutes. Before yeah. we wrap up, I want to give you the opportunity to like show us anything else that you'd like to before we ask the final two
0: questions, and then uh, wrap up. I'll show you my giant roaches. Great, let's do it. So these guys are super cool. Um, and let's see here. Come on now babies. Where'd you go? Come on! They are not cooperating.
1: Come on! I have roaches uh, in my house to feed my uh, one of my
0: lizards. Here we go. Come here. There you go. oh! oh. They are—they're a little camera shy. <laughs> Come here, guys. Oh. All right, we'll go with you so this oh. here we go let's see so i'll hold her like this so you can see her feet uh-huh. can you see how oh wow they look like those feet yeah so these are the same kind of feet that a mole has these are burrowing roaches from australia they are not full grown but you can see she's pretty big uh, yeah yeah they get a lot bigger um but they're just so cool because of those little feet Um, Also, you can see her little palps, which I call face fingers. That is not the correct name, but it's a pretty good description um, because most insects and spiders, their mouth faces downwards. And so what you'll see in both spiders and insects is they have these little helper. They're basically modified legs that stuff all the food back in your mouth after it falls out because you're facing downwards. (laughs) Oh, you're being a very good girl now, you settle down. Oh, she's a ham!
1: Oh, we love her! Oh my God, amazing! Yeah, she's and she's
0: amazing. so smooth. She feels like the smoothest plastic you've ever felt. Wow, oh. it's that amazing shell. Oh, cool!
1: So, while you're holding her, I'm going to ask you the the same final questions that we ask everybody. Of okay. up sessions. The one is: What is something that you wish everybody in the world knew about your area of expertise? Um, like that falls within your area of expertise? And then the second question is, what is something that you wish everybody in the world knew about literally anything? It can be as small and silly or big and significant as you'd like. Okay,
0: So I would say the, the thing I wish everybody knew is that the vast, vast, like the vast majority of insects and spiders are completely harmless completely harmless. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you ignore them, they will ignore you. I mean, I a lot of people are afraid of spiders in their house. And to a spider, honestly, I think we're just a really noisy tree. Um, if you think about our comparative sizes, yeah, yeah. yeah they're not coming after us. No. Uh, so it's, yeah, they're, they're harmless. They really are. Um, and obviously there are some that we should be careful around, but that's it. If you think about how many there are, that's just such a tiny percent. Right. The other thing I would say is just, you guys saw how sweet my tarantula was. Mm -hmm. Spiders are gentle. Spiders are very gentle. Um, And actually, this is a random factoid. Um, One of the reasons why most spiders are slow is the crazy way their body works. So they, we have biceps and triceps to do this. They have one set of muscles only so they extend their legs with blood pressure and so they have little pumps at the base of each leg mm-hmm. and they pump blood into the leg to extend it and well, that's why when a spider dies because they lose their blood pressure right. that's also why it's so hard for a spider to run yeah. <laughs> Because all of those little tiny leg hearts are like pumping away, trying to make the legs go, and so so they're total sprinters. Um, yeah. And if you think I hear people say a spider is running at me, and I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, right, right, right. yeah. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, thank you so much. So
1: we have a lot of unanswered questions today because we had so many questions about yeah insects. So
0: where can we find you? Oh, where can we find you um, online? Twitter. Right. I am on Twitter, um, and it's bug underscore Gwen. Great. Uh, and I also work at Purdue. Uh, so if you want someone to come and visit your classroom and you're in Indiana, we have bugs. We'll travel.
1: Oh, wonderful. Um, that would be really <laughs> great for when we're actually allowed to leave our houses again. That'll be pretty good. Um, okay, great. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of your bugs and your knowledge <laughs> today. This is like, I personally love bugs so much. Like as I uh, have left graduate school, I have time to think about more things than squid and I love squid, but my God, Insects are everywhere and so accessible to everyone and I just love them for that. So thank you for sharing this with us This is really great. Erin, thank you for uh, signing with us that we really appreciate you being here and everybody else um, If you can support our program, please do so at patreon.com Skype a scientist or paypalme dot skype a scientist. We are a nonprofit a 501c3 so um, All of that uh, donation can be tax deductible for your tax season. Um, If you're under 18, you probably don't care about that, but some people do. Um, And so uh, we really thank you for being here with us today. Tell a friend about our program. We've got awesome stuff coming up in June. Uh, So get pumped. We will see you all uh, next week. All right.
0: Bye. Wave goodbye. Hey, sort of.